first of all, Apple has revised their platform rules. Um, I don't know whether you knew this, John, but basically Apple have this problem uh, with allowing people to make cool things on their app store, yeah. basically. And also charging for them. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. want their 30%. They're going to get that 30%. <laughs> so the latest one is... Um, gaming streaming which okay. is game streaming has been around for a while the concept has mm-hmm. been around for a while but it's really starting to heat up as bandwidth's increasing and um sort of cloud computing is getting much more powerful um so what we've got we've got rival services from microsoft and google we've got google stadia and we've got xbox is it game pass i don't know Basic, it might be, yeah. Yeah, so basically they have these streaming services where you can have the same experience on a laptop and your phone and your console, and you can basically just use any device, and you're using the cloud to compute mm. that instead. So just you're streaming. using cloud yeah. hardware, and you're just streaming that in, that right, right back to you. Apple have a problem with this, um, so that, but they've revised their platform rules to explicitly allow game streaming. But there's a catch. So there's been loads of lawsuits. Microsoft, Google, they've come out and said that this is going to kill their product because they can't get iPhone users on the app. Um, so the idea is that it's like Netflix for games. So yeah. you open up the app, you choose the game you want, and you'd be straight in it. And Apple said they don't mind letting you stream these games, but each game has to be sort of a An standalone app, app oh, on your cool. device. What do you think about that? I think they're an evil corporation. <laughs> Why do for you think? doing that? That's crazy. That's like you can't sell what the the interesting yeah. thing um the interesting thing is that they have said that providers may offer a single subscription service that's shared across all of the apps and services. Um, so you, it's a bit like Amazon. You can have Amazon Prime and you can install the Amazon Prime Music app and the Amazon Prime Video app and, yeah. and all of that. They don't mind you doing that, but they're individual apps. Okay. So if you wanted... I mean, it's, it's like having a, an app for every single show you watch on Netflix. Yeah. Which is insane. No, which it's like... That's like having an app for every single episode in a series mm-hmm. that you watch. Mm-hmm. Right, not just the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Each individual series. Every, almost every episode. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and what's interesting is that Facebook has also tried to launch a gaming app. Um, yeah. This seems to be a inevitable technology. Yeah, but, I think so. But the problem is, and I, I think the real problem is that Apple don't have cloud gaming they don't have a stake in this yeah, market yet. So they don't like it. So they don't want it in there because yeah. otherwise the same thing that happened with Spotify will happen yeah. with this, which is, well, Spotify was the first to provide this subscription unlimited music service, um, one of the first. Yeah. And because Apple didn't have that then, they just had iTunes when it was paid by track, everyone used Spotify and then Apple lost ground in that yeah. race to, to get that technology. So it's interesting. Everyone's trying to do it. Um, but that's where we stand with that one. How long until you fall in love with a robot? About instantly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is quite an interesting. Thing. I already love my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I found this uh, this article in the New York Times. Um, how long until you fall in love with a robot? And it's basically talking about um, this concept, this science fiction concept of that robots will get 
to the amazing level of mimicking us that people can actually fall in love with them but not just have romantic relationships it might be a friendship it might be a parent-child relationship Mm. it can be anything um so if you can't have kids biologically you could possibly have a robot kid and not really feel differently. Yeah. That's the sci-fi concept. But in in the later years, we've we're starting to see this emerge. So the first the first thing is sex robots. Yeah. Which is which is like a the first step. It is. Right? Yeah. Um but what's interesting about this is that this is an industry that is happening now. Um and the New York Times uh article goes on to talk about what are the the limitations of this yeah. technology? Are there ever going to be them? Um, but my question to you, John, hmm. is if robots can make you fall in love with them, why would you fall in love with a human being? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the evolution of the species, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say I'd be, it, it, I'd be surprised if it became the norm. Mm. because as a species you can't that's kind of the point yeah you to know, continue to, to continue, continue the human race that's like literally your number one goal on the list yeah is to procreate yeah that's like top of your list usually okay because that's how we've survived yeah you know like you go well i might die but at least there'll be a kid <laughs> there'll be a new me it's kind or of two. It's about legacy and yeah. moving the human race forward. But yeah, falling in love with a robot. It's interesting, isn't it? So could it happen? Yeah, maybe. I'm sure a lot could happen. But becoming the norm, I doubt. All right, here's a question. This is, this is maybe a difficult question. What does a robot need to do in order for... It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, but in order for you to have a a friendship or romantic relationship with a robot what what are they missing right now in your opinion quite a lot okay feelings probably top of that list and and uh, its own personality Mm -hmm. so that's two things that we haven't quite got there at all yet Mm -hmm. with i think for me a robot currently if you look at alexa and google home and things like that mm. they don't have a personality they they have this like weird personality that the developers have thought like oh yeah when they ask this she should like comment on the weather or something like that but that's not personality personality evolves it's, over time it's quirkiness somehow isn't it it's not personality it's more like oh it'd be funny if it did this mm. Mm. And it's somebody else's personality imprinted on it. Mm. Yeah. And and going back to the sex robot side of things, there's an ethical conversation that's going on at the moment. Yeah. Where do you think um, it is ethical to have sex robots? And because obviously the, 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 the sex industry yeah. can be both good and bad. Yeah. Um, but do you think, so, say someone who, so a, a guy that's abusive yeah, buys like a child robot. That's what I was, yeah, that's where it was going, wasn't it? Is that ethical or not ethical? Exactly. And I think it's way more ethical to have a child robot than a child, hmm. but still really weird. <laughs> and yeah. And they need mental help. 
They do. Um, and then is it then because currently it's not illegal to buy a yes. sex robot that is a child. Yes. What, when do we make that illegal? When 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 is that classed and, and, as encouragement? And yeah, is that because like forcing it or? Mo- morally and like f- for you and I that feels really uncomfortable and alarm bells yes. straight away. But there are companies that can manufacture a child sex robot right now yeah. and would sell it to whoever is willing to pay the ten thousand pound price tag or whatever it is of whatever. But it is. also, I'd prefer that over a child. Yeah. At yeah. the same at the same time, like if that's the only alternative, mm. go for that. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. I think it's, the yeah. I think the next the next ten years, humans overall will begin to be closer to robots and to machines and to AI. Uh, AI already runs our like basic industry, which is like stock market, um, yeah. manufacturing lines, and things like that. But when we come into customer service, now we start. Now you've got the more intelligent phone calls where you talk to the computer that then decides when you, whether you need to talk to a human. Yeah. Like I signed up to a new energy provider the other day, oh, right. and I was talking to a bot. Yeah. It was like, would you like this or this? And I was like, I want this one. And yeah. Like, okay. And then, and actually, this is really interesting. This maybe should be its own clip. So I was on the phone to this lady. Yeah. And real, real lady, she uh, was walking me through the different tariffs for my energy contract. Yeah. And then when it got to the point where they had to make a legally binding deal with me. Yeah. She swapped to the bot. And then she said, you're going to have to talk to our automated system for a second. And the automated system went through about two minutes of terms and conditions with me. And then it said, and do you understand this bit? And I went, yep. Do you understand this bit? No. And then it clarified it for me. And then when I had like cleared up the kind of agree, but over yeah. the phone, to, I agree to these terms and conditions. Then the human went, okay, thank you for that. And then carried on. That's crazy. That's really cool. I think that's, that's, that's very really cool. awesome. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? That yeah. technology. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that technology is uh, potentially going to aid us in different ways where the human element is needed to make the deal to convince me that yeah. I want to go with that energy company. They need a human to talk to me at but, the moment. At the moment, but also they're probably using AI advertisements everywhere. Probably, probably. And your brain is going, hmm, yeah. energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Really, that is really interesting. One of my friends works in a call center, and they say one of the like best, one of the most complimenting things is being told you sound like a robot. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> because it's like, you know, you're doing your job then. Yeah. Wow. Which is weird. You don't sound like a robot, John. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. All right, moving on, moving on. NVIDIA. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. This is exciting. NVIDIA is trying to buy ARM. ARM? Do you know who ARM are? Right, ARM. Um, oh, I'm, I'm obviously way too excited yeah. about this. Arm are a UK chip manufacturer. Okay. They are the reason you have a smartphone. Yeah. So basically, um, in the 90s, there was this whole processor, um, like, industry. 
yeah. emerging. And you had people like Intel and AMD, and they were approaching it with, we're going to pack as much power into these chips. They're going to do as much multiprocessing as possible. Um, we don't care about power consumption. We just want the biggest output possible. Yeah. And ARM, who evolved out of, I think it was Cambridge University, yeah. they went, we're going to make the lowest power chip. Yeah, we're going to make the most like efficient yeah. chip. It's, yeah. it's all about efficiency. Yeah. So um, ARM kind of went through the process of, of inventing all of these different chips. Um, Raspberry Pi runs on an mm-hmm. ARM processor. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that Snapdragon processors are based on the ARM architecture, if all not right. maybe owned by ARM. I'm, I can't quite remember, um, but there's a close relationship there. And ARM processors are used in almost every smartphone. So they don't have to be the main CPU they can have other jobs, so they might be in the GPS chip. Yeah. They might be um, the GPU. They have all sorts of different designs, uh, but basically, ARM chips are revolutionary, tiny, tiny, tiny processing chips. Basically, um, and Nvidia are paying the. They're buying ARM. They're, they're gonna. They're, they're, they're going it. to buy it. It's gonna be theirs for forty billion dollars. Yeah, yummy. Throw that's away, a lot throwaway change after they sell the 3080s <laughs> yeah that's right they, <laughs> <laughs> that's, they that's, that's pocket change they had to uh they had to release just with their new product line yeah <laughs> bought yeah, arm. Like, yeah we'll buy arm now we're like we've built these really good process we've built these really good gpus oh yeah they're half the price oh yeah we're buying that yeah we want it but i think what's interesting here is that there's the potential for nvidia to have a ridiculous market share of yeah. processors and and basically chipsets across the world yeah um with the only real competitor being intel at this point and for, amd yes but amd they are just quickly falling behind knocked out the water yeah they have to do something really spectacular i wanted my 3080 i wanted one and, and I couldn't get it so come on instantly so, sold out so what's the okay so they instantly sold they instantly sold out instantly sold out what, i was on how? their website i was clicking that refresh button spamming that f5 button <laughs> tapping away at it just like where is it coming where is it coming instantly went from the little notify me that i'd already signed up to right i was like give me an alert when these are available i want oh, one yeah right it goes notify me i'm like i've already done that f5 spam refresh Sold out. No. Gone. Bye. I didn't even see that it was in stock. It literally went from notify me to out of stock. Oh, no. And I saw something online after this. And basically, everybody, especially large resellers, yeah. have been using bots. Yeah, they just absolutely botted the site. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? So this raises an interesting question. Uh, and we were talking about this off camera. Do you think NVIDIA and other sellers have a responsibility to combat bot sales? Absolutely. Why? Because it it ruins a launch. You know, because now I'm left with a sour taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Going, well, I was here fair and square in queue. Why, did, why, why is it fair that a robot that can do it instantly gets yeah. it over me an actual consumer who they're just reselling it to yeah. for more money and i think what's what's interesting um is nvidia have said actually i just pulled this up yeah pull that up um <laughs> what is it is it joe rogan he's like yeah he's always asking pull that up, pull that up jamie uh 
Anyway, so PC Gamer, they've done an article 15 hours ago about this problem. Um, and NVIDIA have now formally apologized for the, for the livestock. And they say they're doing everything, and this is the key word, humanly possible mm. to stop RTX 3080 bots and scul- scalpers. Scalpers? Scalpers. Right, yeah. what is a scalper? Scalper is somebody who just kind of buys a ton of something like tickets or something to a show and then just resells them mm-hmm. at like the last second, basically. So, oh, I see. For okay. Okay, I see. So, that may, mainly they make like a tickets heck and of things. A lot of but, money. Right. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think they've made a revolutionary product and yeah. everyone wants it. That's the bottom line. And it's not like those cards are gone they will pop up on ebay they yeah, will pop up do you know on... what somebody did somebody made a bot on ebay <laughs> to bid for every single scrape uh scalpers uh 3080 oh and made fake accounts to bid for it to be 50 grand they're all 50 grand they all have bids of 50 grand and it's never gonna get paid oh nice so they'll win the bid and never pay it so that's what you get for using bots. You get other. <laughs> this is you get people with bigger brains AI using better bots. <laughs> <laughs> no, people are using. If you're gonna use a bot, yeah, to scrape something, yeah. expect to have a bot used against you. Yeah, because you scraped it. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of money um, in the sort of secret industry of bots as well. Yeah, because so I guarantee money. none of the people that bought the RTX 3080s built their bot. There's yeah. a software company. Yeah. That's made it's, that bot. It's very easy to make a bot. How would you make a bot? How do you go about making it a bot? It's just, essentially, it's just some programming. It's not very difficult for us, it I depe- guess. It, depe- yeah, exactly. it depends like, what you're trying to do. We're back, John. And have I got some news for you? This isn't a massive thing. Uh, but Apple um, have recently done their developer conference. Not developer conference, sorry. Their like, September annual release. Okay. Usually we get a new iPhone, uh, new iPad a bunch of new services they've been working on. Um, And this year was slightly different because there were no new iPhones launched. Ooh, Ooh, iPhone 12 has been delayed. Obvious reason. There's probably a supply chain issue. But also there's a hype issue where you can't Mm. go out to the Apple store in in confidence to get one. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of a problem for Apple because that means you're probably going to either do it online, Mm. which will overstress the delivery system, or you're going to do it through a third-party seller, which is, of course, Apple's worst nightmare. How worst dare nightmare. you Third-party, no, you must buy from us. <laughs> so uh, this is The Guardian. Um, Apple did leave one surprise, but it wasn't for consumers. So Apple released their new iOS update, iOS 14. Um, it brings basically the Android experience to iOS. I've had okay. the iOS 14 for a couple of months now because... We have our developer um, yeah. license with Apple, so we get access to things before everyone else. And it, it brings things like widgets to the home screen and okay. uh, app folders that fill themselves up based on yeah. AI. Um, there's a few background improvements. I'm sure there's a, a worse battery life yeah. and there's you know, slightly you know, slower for sl- older devices and, you know. and all of that. But the interesting thing is that 
developers were not expecting this to happen they were not expecting this to happen at all um the developer community i i don't really know why they weren't expecting it to happen because i had ios 14 and i was expecting it to be released yeah but i think really the community expects a significant software update when a new piece of hardware is released okay um and we knew that the new hardware was probably not going to be released now this is a problem for developers because it fundamentally changes how the os works Okay, um, and it's got a very heavy. Uh, it's got a very heavy focus on privacy, as always with Apple. Yeah, um, and there are more restrictions on access to camera and microphone. So people's apps are Even breaking more. Yeah, people's apps are breaking. Um, they've also launched their own other services at the event, um, but independent developers like us a lot of people were saying that the short notice has left them frantically rushing to update their own apps um to work with the new systems it's crazy that that just completely disrupts the whole industry that they own Mm -hmm. right Mm. but just because they're like yeah we'll just do that i mean i i'm a i'm a sort of fan of apple i'm i'm a fan of how they kicked off the computing industry i'm a fan of their design i really love their design um i'm not a fan of the control they have over our industry yeah i'm not a fan that i have to have an apple mac to make an apple app yeah and things like that that annoys me um that's just bad in my head that's bad design and that puts off developers in my head it's monopoly it is it's monopoly and this is the latest example of that yeah which is if they put out a software update your app that's your livelihood that makes you money and put food on the table doesn't work anymore yeah. and then no they don't have to tell you that they're going to put one out they just put it out yeah um so short notice especially if you i mean we've worked with clients and made them apps yeah that they can't update themselves they would have to start a new contract with us in order for yeah. us to update it to the latest os yeah. or they have a maintenance contract which would cover that as a sort of insurance. But if there are people with an app that makes them money, but they can't actually update it themselves, then that app for the foreseeable next few months doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then where does your user base go? I mean, imagine it. Imagine you brought out a law without telling anyone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the next day you can't wear red, <laughs> right? Tomorrow you can't wear red, Yeah. right? yeah no warning yeah and everybody's like but <laughs> but my entire outfit's red yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like nobody's wearing red socks like they're all getting chucked in the bin <laughs> somebody has to deal with all these like like blue like everybody's selling blue jumpers because you can't wear mm-hmm. red and then the next day they bring out a law that's like oh yeah but now you can't wear blue you have to wear yeah. red you just i think if you're if you become an apple developer you need to have um you need your clients and you like us as a company we have a responsibility to tell our clients yeah, I think that so. it's difficult to work with apple yeah like we're currently working on a project and in the actual timeline is a three to four week potential delay just if apple doesn't like the app yeah if they don't like the app and they don't have to state that why the, they why? don't like it they just have to say we don't like it. It's not coming on our app store. Yeah. Um, and they have been known to do that in the past. Mm. So we have to p- 
put that into the timeline. I remember in past projects, we've had our app rejected by the Apple Store 48 yeah. hours before it goes live. And we had a, a massive launch event mm -hmm. planned. Um, there were hundreds of people there. It wasn't the sort of thing we could mess up. Yeah. And there's me on the phone to Apple, like, can we fast track this? And luckily, they do have a fast track yeah. mechanism. But that control, it's the fact that I can't make something yeah. without someone else going, yes, we like it. Yeah. And that controls the whole project. Like, what if you build an app and they just say, no, you can't have it on the app store, full stop? Yeah. Whose responsibility is that then? Yeah, I, I think it's, I think they definitely have a responsibility to look after the people they're kind of employing. Mm. They're, they're not employing them, but they have a responsibility mm. to those people mm -hmm. who make a livelihood out of their product. All right, next story. Uh, I've got some news about VR. I'm well okay. excited about VR. I think VR is the future. Um, I really so want Beat Saber. I really want Beat Do you? Saber. Well, really that might be it. good because Facebook is ditching PC-only uh, Oculus Rift VR development um, with a really heavy focus on more portable VR. Okay. Um, so they're releasing their new Oculus Quest 2 and is going to be released next month for under £300. £299. That is a steal. That's so, a steal. So what, it, what this is, the hardware is a um, reasonably good Android system. Yeah. Android phone, essentially. Mm -hmm. Put in a face mask. Yeah. Not this sort of face mask. Yeah. This sort of face mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're releasing this. They, they released the Quest last year, same time last year. Um, and that was about 499 So that was still a little bit yeah. pricey. That's the price of a console. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what is it? The magic number is like 400 Because yeah. that's, that's the price. The girlfriend threshold, the girlfriend that's called. The girlfriend threshold, yes. yeah. Yeah. The girlfriend threshold, for those of you who don't know, is... Um, the amount of money you can tell your girlfriend you bought something and for her to not kick off. And well, I don't know she'll whether kick that's... off, but she doesn't have a leg to but stand on. But it's only four nine nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, yeah anyway. Yeah. So all con that's why all consoles are always sub five hundred pounds. Yeah. Because uh, and and it says the girlfriend threshold. Uh, I don't know whether that's quite politically correct in twenty twenty, but. Um, it's essentially true. it's the price of which it is acceptable to spend money on something that is for pure entertainment yeah um so 299 quest 2 um this is something you can take anywhere you want with you yeah. they've made it lighter they've made it smaller they their their sort of um idea of how you use this thing is uh you stick it in a bag and you take it with you mm. so you're taking it to work um, like I want to get this for one reason, which yeah. is virtual desktop. Okay. So this is something where you can have your PC. Yeah. And it streams to you wirelessly now. Your mm. screens. You can have as big a monitor you want. Yeah. And you've got your keyboard and your mouse, but you've got no neck ache. You've you can just have like you can just look around. Your like I don't know for us VS Code can be over here. Yeah. And you know whatever. But I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about a, a workspace that is three-dimensional. You know, I can move three it around. Yeah. It's not tied down by you, physics. You really like the... Uh, what movie is it? Uh, with the blue people. And they get... They go to war. 
Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. You really like the screens in Avatar? Yeah. Where you just want to like pick something up and move it over there and we have it now? We do. We have yeah. it. But it doesn't look like we thought it would. We thought it'd be... Well, we're in the real augmented world. augmented reality. Yeah. I mean, augmented reality. Yeah. I'm excited about having like no screens and no wires because yeah. everything's AR. And, and there's an interview with Mark Zuckerberg that's just come out with Marquez Brownlee interviewing yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and... Um, he was saying, Mark Zuckerberg was saying, he, he's most excited about potentially you don't need a TV. Yeah. You don't need any screen. You don't need a phone. If you've got this pair of glasses, you just open your hand and it's there. Yeah. Or why do you have to, con- you don't have to have the constraint of a of a square. Yeah. Like, why isn't the Snapchat icon just in front of you? Or you just think it and it's there? Yeah, you, know, you like- will link it. Yeah, exactly. Just get it directly streamed into your brain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, this is ooh, this is the uh, Quest Two trailer. I'm going to show you, John. Yeah. Very sleek. It is sleek. What resolution is it? Do you know? Yes. So. So you got your, your two controllers and yeah. stuff. And, and, and I get oh, it the, comes with the two controllers, does it? Yeah, so you get... That's cool. comes with your two um, controllers. They provide a at least a certain level of feedback. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're talking... Facebook are talking about some really interesting things, like especially with their AR stuff about feedback, where you can introduce new senses. So, like when you move your hand near something you start to feel it and as you get closer yeah. you, it gets harder and harder so you're like changing the way people actually receive the world amazing yeah. for people who are like blind or whatever mm. but um so yeah the, the the resolution of this um it's 2k per eye but the the cool thing is with vr you add the two eyes together so this is a 4k experience okay. uh it's just under 2k so it's just under 4k experience so it's like it's what two 100 pixels or something something like that it's because i think 1832 by 1920 each eye okay which gives you that's quite a good resolution really it's it's a very good resolution better than most um monitors yeah so they've got um 3d positional audio which will bring us on to our next topic in a minute um they've got the snapdragon uh xr2 processor 64 gig of storage this is the thing the storage has to be able to store high quality games yeah so i think 64 is nothing. oh a model with 256 of built-in storage is also available for an extra 100 quid so if you want that storage you can get it um if you're just watching netflix in 3d or something you can this is perfect 10 percent lighter um six gig of ram so it's basically is it's a it's an android phone from a couple of years ago yeah strapped to your face um yeah i i like it i think it's a i think it's a really interesting yeah it sounds affordable it's you know, affordable. If, it's like if I could pay, play something like Beat Saber on it, mm. it might start getting much more traction. Mm. You know, it's starting to get into the price range of. Yeah, it's kind of. I kind of like the sound of that. It's almost. You know? It's almost like. uh Maybe I could just try it for two nine nine. It's not a huge loss. And this brings us over to um, when we talk about VR and immersive experiences, AR as well. Um, 
we always talk about visual side and, and the industry's always had a very f- a massive focus on visual because if you don't remove visual, you're not immersed. Mm. Um, however, there's a huge focus now on VR audio, 3D spatial audio. So this okay. is audio that augments your reality and changes mm-hmm. your reality, um, but in a different way, in a non-visual way, in an audible way. Yeah. So the interesting thing, AirPods Pro yeah. now boast the Dolby Atmos surround sound. So okay. this is interesting because this is a consumer pair of earphones that millions of people already own. Mm-hmm. And they have a gyroscope in them. Okay. Right. So what this allows you to do is you... You can be watching something, and as you turn your head, it works out the position of where all those sounds would be. So it's really immersive, because if I'm talking to a virtual character that stood over there, and I turn my head, it's going to... The voice is going to get, like, like further away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this kind of technology has only really been found in... VR and AR experiences. Yeah. And this is why everyone thinks that had there not been a pandemic, this year would have been the year that Apple released the AI, AR play. Yeah. But there are no Apple glasses. I'm very sad about that. Yeah. But it seems like the industry's just warming up to this mm. idea of more immersion in technology. Who knows? I, I want to get AirPods Pro just for this feature. Yeah. Because I think that would be amazing. I think you'd find it annoying after a while oh really yeah i think i think you'd you'd just want to hear it Mm. no matter what direction you're facing sometimes you just want to hear stuff yeah right but it'd be i think it'd be really interesting because they we kind of already had this with video games Mm. right so i've got surround sound when i'm playing video games so that i know if there's an enemy behind me and if so whereabouts yeah you know what what direction is the enemy yeah yeah i think uh that's that's the interesting thing about this technology is that um it started in gaming yeah just like uh just like for example um massive graphics processing yeah started in gaming and is now being used by the ai industry for a completely Mm. different use yeah for processing tensors um, so I'm really interested about what comes out of the gaming industry. I'm not a massive gamer, but this stuff is cool. And I tell you what, having a Facebook Oculus Quest for two ninety nine, that will get me into gaming. Yeah, yeah, it would. That will get me into gaming. And it may be that I go, oh, I just want to play on my desktop now. But it's interesting what's happening. And yeah. and two ninety nine, that's cheaper than like an iPad or an Apple Watch or like that's yeah. cheap. That, that is, is really yeah. cheap. So um, I think I might order one. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to get one. Oh, when I'll it comes try up. yours out. Yeah. And then if I like it, I'll get one. <laughs> we'll, have a, uh, we'll have a VR day. Yeah. Where we're just on the podcast, but but in virtual space. Yeah. <laughs> just talking to each other. But yeah. All right. That's all I've got. That's all the, the stories. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And yeah. uh, I guess we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>